This is a Federal News Network podcast. The next shoe will drop this week for the Defense Department's Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification, the CMMC Initiative. The CMMC accreditation body is expected to release details about what it will take for trainers and certifiers to begin assessing DOD contractors. In his weekly feature, The Reporter's Notebook, executive editor Jason Miller writes about what he's learned about the body's requirements so far. And Jason joins me now with the details. Jason, just briefly remind us about the CMMC, what it is, and why contractors are on edge a little bit about it. This is something DOD has been rolling out over the past, I would say, year, year and a half. And really the goal here is to help DOD and help contractors improve their supply chain risk management. It's all about where are your software, where is your hardware being developed, and when it comes into the DOD network, if you will, and we're using the broad term network, not necessarily the IT portion of the network, but when they when you bring it into the DOD environment, is it safe? Can we assure that safety? The CMMC, there's a lot of things around it that you're not really sure about. There's a lot of questions that still need to be answered from DOD and the accreditation body, which is kind of this nonprofit that DOD helps set up that has an agreement with that they are really running the, 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 the program. Very similar, Tom, to an ISO or an ANSI or a CMMI type of certification. But, but really the whole point here, Tom, is to say vendors who work with DOD, can they do more than just say, yes, our supply chain is secure, but can they prove it somehow? And I think this is where this third-party assessment organization, certifiers and accreditors will have to go in and look at it. Very similar to the to the cybersecurity cloud standards that the government-wide effort called FedRAMP is sure. using, but this is even the next level down because this is not just the top level, but this is the subcontractors and subcontractors and suppliers and, and, and suppliers of suppliers. I mean, this goes all the way down sure. to the bottom. And you've discovered what the accreditation body is going to release in the coming days, and they're going to talk about the training and certification requirements. What are they saying, and who are those requirements applying to? This is really the first step to this big, broad effort that DOD is doing. And some will say, Tom, are they trying to you know, eat the apple in one bite? Are they trying to drink the entire ocean in one sip? And because it's such a big effort. I mean, in some cases, people estimate that there's, you know, 300,000 contractors in the DOD supply chain. And to get everyone certified, even at the lowest level, is going to be such a gargantuous challenge that can this really be done? Are there better ways? So this is what the accreditation body is expected to release you know, sometime this week. It could have been as early as yesterday, Tom. We're still kind of waiting to see what comes out is the the requirements for trainers and assessors. Now, let me try to break this down. There's two two kind of levels. There's the three, something they're calling the C3PAO, Certified Third-Party Assessment Organizations, and then under them are the assessment or assessors themselves. So think of it as, you know, Tom Temin and Associates is a C3PAO, and I, Jason Miller, work under Tom Temin to, to, to ensure that companies are meeting the CMMC requirements at certain levels. So you're you're the big company, I'm the individual assessor. And right now they're thinking as many as 70 assessors and 60 C3PAOs. And what came out over the last couple of weeks is, a, 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 you know, what they maybe some people call it elite information. Some people will say is a, a, an inadvertent release of information about how this training and assessment would work. And then there was a webinar just last week where they even broke it down even further. And and let me just give you just a few details, Tom. And there's different levels and, and things change. So there's a certified professional. That's someone who will do a pre-assessor role that, that will assure that they need to be well-versed in the CMMC model. And that could take anywhere from 24 to 28 hours of training. Now, this person will, will almost be like 
let me make sure you are ready to be assessed. And then you have the assessor themselves. This is the person that will receive, will, will, will go through the training. And not only will they go through that first 24 to 28 hours, but then they'll go through another 16 to 24 hours. So 40 to 60 hours worth of training. And, and then it keeps going down. Certified instructors, master instructor, instructor, uh, certified quality auditors, you know, all of the, the different roles that will be part of this effort under the three PAOs, but also under the accreditation board as well. And I think this is what the contractors, this is what the, the assessment auditor community is really looking for. How's it going to work and how's this going to affect me? What do I need to know to get approved under the CMMC standards? Yeah, so they've really got a complicated architecture going for all of this. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jason Miller. When does this all get rolled out or this trial balloon is the subject to commentary and revision at this point? So it's going to be a living document. What we're going to see, again, any day now is going to be the initial pass through of, okay, here's how the accreditation body and DOD believe that the training and certification should work. Now, they're going to run this through what anywhere from 10 to 15 what they call pathfinder contracts now dod is expected to release the request for information rfis with the initial cmmc standards in them and then in the fall they're expected to release rfps or solicitations with requirements and what this accreditation body is going to do is work with those organizations that were potentially going to bid on those rfps to get them certified under certain levels now uh, cmmc has level one which is your basic level level two level three and so on and so forth and so it's unclear what levels these dod rfps will need whether it's gonna be level three or level four or just level one and then so they want to run through the initial, get, get the assessors going, get the trainers set up, and get the companies through the process and see how it goes with anywhere from 10 to 15 Pathfinder contracts. And then they'll make adjustments and improve and learn from their experiences. And then, again, as DOD rolls out the CMMC full to, to all contracts, they'll have all these lessons that they can apply to future third-party assessment organizations, third-party assessors themselves, and, of course, the companies that need to get approved through sure. the whole process. So it sounds like this thing won't be underway full-time, really, until next fiscal year. Absolutely. Actually, for probably next calendar year, 2021, is when DOD is going to increase the numbers of companies, the number of contracts that will require CMMC. And in fact, some believe this is, and this is DOD talking, a five-year effort to get everyone certified. You know, again, some cases, some people believe that there could be 300,000 suppliers in the, you know, in the, in the, in the DOD environment, the, the defense industrial base, that would require some sort of CMMC certification. It could be as simple as level one, Tom, but it could also be level three and level five, which is the highest levels, of course, that would require the most uh, controls and the most security pieces and parts to yep. ensure that your supply chain can be used at the highest levels of DOD. All right. And if you think you might be affected by this, check out Jason Miller's Reporter's Notebook. It's online at federalnewsnetwork.com. And Jason, before we let you go, we should note the loss of one of the longtime industry executives, someone I knew and liked very much. Tell us more about that. Very sad news. Uh, Diana Gowan, who has been in the federal market for more than 30 years, her most recent job was as a senior vice president and general manager of Mettel's federal practice, passed away uh, just uh, last week, a long battle with cancer. Um, she will be missed. She was one of the people who I talked to quite often when I covered telecommunications, whether it was the FTS 2001 contract or the networks contract or the current Enterprise Infrastructure Solutions, CIS program. And, and I always enjoyed talking to her because she was candid. She was upfront. She, she spoke her mind. She was not worried about politics. She would tell you, listen, these agencies are doing this 
great or these agencies are doing this really poorly. GSA is, is really on the right path with this or GSA is off, off on a tangent for some reason. And it was just a, she was a really refreshing voice that was trusted and well-respected. And it's a, it's a big loss for the community and, and obviously for her family. And our condolences to that family and to her loved ones. Federal News Network's Jason Miller, thanks so much. My pleasure, Tom. Check out his notebook at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.